Get ready. You're tuned in to Tea Time Unfiltered with your girl, Lovely Tea, bringing you the hottest trending topics on social media. Stay connected. Instagram.com slash Lovely Tea 2002. Hey, you guys. Welcome to another episode of Tea Time Unfiltered with your girl, Lovely Tea. All right, everybody. I hope you guys are doing good, honey. Welcome to the second episode of the Green Tea Room. Uh, with your girl, Lovely T. I hope everybody's doing well. So I wanted to do this lunchtime chat because, boy, oh boy, my phone has been blowing up. And I was very, very shocked at the fact that this whole Kyle Massey situation has hit the news. Now, if y'all don't know, I had talked about this back in 2019 when it first came out. Because the case was just very, very kind of, it was weird. It was kind of all over the place. The mother was out here defending Kyle. His brother, Chris Massey, was defending him. And they were saying that basically the mother was lying and that, you know, if he did send any nudes, it was to the mother. And the mother was upset because Kyle wasn't trying to be with her. Now, I had said something way back then. I went back to go watch the video, and I hope y'all got to go back and kind of refresh y'all's memory. And I'm going to play a flashback because y'all know how I do, honey. I had said way back then that Kyle don't look like he's worth a million dollars. He just doesn't look like he still has that type of income coming in. And lo and behold, that's why this woman is coming out. So let me go ahead and play y'all a snippet from the video that I did in 2019. Y'all go ahead and listen to this real quick. So what I'll say is this, okay? I'm not saying Kyle is innocent or guilty. We don't know. We'll have to see how everything plays out. But like I said on the live stream, the story sounds like complete and utter bullshit to me. And again, y'all can feel free to victim shame me. Y'all not don't give a fuck about that title whatsoever. I'm over the whole victim shaming title. When somebody is claiming to be a victim and they're claiming that their child was molested or, you know, sent dick pics and all that other stuff. Um, the last thing on my mind is trying to sue for $1.5 million. I- all right. So y'all just heard that flashback. Y'all know I'm good for a good flashback, honey. Now I have my girl here, uh, Janae. She's here and she wants to speak on this as well. So Janae, say hey to the people. Feel free to unmute your microphone. Hey, good afternoon, everybody. How you guys doing? Um, I too had to, and thanks T for having me on. Definitely. Um, I too had to go back and take a look at the video that you had done a few years before because I had forgotten. And my first gut reaction was like, you know, what's really going on here? Like this, first of all, all of it is inappropriate. There is no excusing this behavior. But then I saw kind of the receipts that you had put into the video and my mind still wonders um, why, like you said, why are you having this relationship? Why was this mother allowed to have this child have a relationship with an adult like this? You hear so many stories of that happening. So what do you think that's all coming from? Do you really think that this was predatory or do you think this was, like I had said in the Discord, learned behavior? Mm. And what's really disturbing is that they met the girl and her mom at the Universal Walk in L.A. And that's a pretty popular spot in L.A. Everybody goes there, you know, on the weekends to have fun. And the girl at the time was four years old. And like I said back then, there's nothing about Kyle Massey at five foot five, okay, that screams father figure. He's he's not a father. Where's the girl's father? How about you have her father be her father figure instead of somebody from the Disney Channel that you didn't know from a can of paint? 
And I think that's the thing that bothers me as adults and as parents is that when it comes to celebrities, we throw common sense all out the window. Now, y'all know I love me some Michael Jackson. Hee hee. Okay. But as a parent, I'm sorry, my sons could not just go and go spend the night at Michael Jackson's house in his room. It, they, in no other way would that be okay. It's just because he's Michael. He has a lot of money. And granted, it came out later that he didn't touch them. But again, that was room for error. That was on Michael Jackson's, you know, that was Michael Jackson's fault for allowing that room for error to even be created. Because the average person, if I was to hit you up right now and say, oh, let me um, let your daughter come spend the night. She can sleep in my bed. You're going to be like, um, no, she's not spending the night and I'm done. Like, you know, but because it's a celebrity, it's like we throw common sense out of the window and it just doesn't make any sense that why would you have this man from Disney mentoring your four year old? He's not a producer. He's not a writer. He's not a casting agent. He's an actor. It's a it's a it's a clear situation of where the victim becomes the predator to me. Allegedly, I don't know. And I don't want to say clear. But like many people were saying in the discord, like, like, you know, there is a certain, you know, or about Disney child or just child stars in general. You know, we see and hear about who's the guy that you did the story on where he tried to do that movie and everybody, one of the old child stars and they just ignored him. Corey, not Corey Feldman. I can't. No, it was Corey Feldman. The one that was talking about how the casting couch. Yeah. Mm-hmm, Corey Feldman. Yeah, exactly. We, we know these stories. I just use him as a reference. You know, we know these stories. Um, and you still see parents not protecting their children. So that to me is neglectful. A guy exam, right? Why would you have this four year old being mentored by this child, former child star? No, I'm sorry. That doesn't sound right to me. Now, I want to go back to when you said that you feel like this is learned behavior, because I see a lot of people talking about that in the chat. Um, The whole Disney situation is just very unnerving because, again, we watch a lot of these people grow up from childhood and a lot of them have just come out to have all types of issues. Um, We see Orlando Brown is out here crazy, wilding out. Um, Now it's coming out with Kyle Massey. We see things that Amanda Bynes with. Now, Amanda Bynes was with Nickelodeon, but, you know, kind of the same machine. Um, Britney Spears, a thing that she's went through. Now, when you say that this is learned behavior, um, it come out that a lot of the guys who were producers and who were supposed to be, quote unquote, father figures to these people on Nickelodeon, like Dan Schneider. I've talked about him in the past. You know, there's that whole um, joke, not really a joke, but, you know, quote joke. That Jan, that Dan Schneider is Jamie Lynn's baby's father, because it was a lot of nefarious things that went on on those sets with these children. Because these parents, they drop out their kids. They feel like, oh, there's an adult that can keep an eye on their their child, but you don't know what that adult's mentality is, what they're thinking about doing, what they're exposing that child to. So, do you feel like maybe Kyle was exposed to this type of behavior? You know, pulling out his genitals and doing all types of freaky shit oh, on the set. Mm. You know, you so you know, scientists would use this term like, is it nature versus nurture? Okay, and so what does that mean? Nature means is it something that is inherent in you, um, meaning that it's genetic? Are you predisposed to some type of mental illness that makes you behave the way that you're behaving, which could rationally explain why he would expose himself? Okay, that's 
you know, nature. Nurture is, are you groomed? Is this learned behavior? Did somebody teach you this? So that's my question. Learned behavior to me seems like the probable rationale because we know what happens with child stars, the casting couch as it were, you know, and I wouldn't be surprised. Now, me as a mom, I'm just going to take a roll at the dice. And if what it looks like, it looks like, it, I mean, it was the mom complicit in her son not being protecting her son and leaving him to the wolves. And then just because he's getting the coin, continue to ignore and suppress this, this behavior until now you have another person who's probably also on the same vein as his mom doing the same thing to her daughter, but now using her daughter as a payday. It's, I mean, it's all a bit crazy. I mean, it could go any way. Exactly. Now we have Trey Sean. He was saying some real, some real stuff in the chat about Dan Schneider. Trey Sean, are you there? We can hear you. How are you? Yes, yeah, we can hear you, sir. How are you doing? Like I was saying, it is kind of well known in the industry what Dan Schneider does and there was there were some people who did podcasts who came on podcasts and explained how he does it how he'll tell parents he's doing casting parties come get your kids discover a lot of his grooming area 12 to 18 and love some younger he'll try to he'll meet them at the pool and tell them what he wants to get cast in and a lot of them you know it's kind of known that Dan Schneider has a foot fetch yep he said this he's made thousands of tweets about feet and a lot of his auditions were take your shoes off and run around or talk about how much you like to be barefooted and the parents know this as a parent you can't hear that and think that that's okay the parents know this they're selling their kids for money exactly and I totally agree with that because people have been blasting Dan Schneider I mean it's been underground talk on the internet for years but you will still have people ready to eat off their children, you know? And that's why I was talking about before that the roles have been reversed where now the parents are indebted to the child because the child is bringing home that bag. The child is taking care of the family and it's never, that should never be the dynamic because at the end of the day, you gave birth to that child. It is your job to protect that child. So this is really disturbing that this is all coming out. So I would not be surprised if this was really the environment because we see that as the environment on Nickelodeon. So I wouldn't be surprised if there's a Dan Schneider type person in the Disney studios as well. A lot of them move around. There was a producer and later I'm going to, I'm going to be able to later give you that name. There was a producer that worked with Nickelodeon that was charged with aggravated sexual assault of a child mm -hmm. and he just moved to disney and he was a producer on the sweet life of zach and cody he just moved and they allowed that to happen so a lot of them came calm back and forth between these companies yeah i had heard about him i can't think of his name either but i know who you're talking about because he ended up going to jail and was able to get another job yes mm-hmm um, you know, I would like to interject something mm -hmm. because, yeah, it's a lot of people running around doing crazy stuff. And yeah, there's, of course, there's Disney people <laughs> that are probably doing, doing it. Remember that expose maybe a year or so ago where they caught all the little child molesters working at Walt Disney World? Like, it's a, you know, you know, like flames attract or buzz attracted to a flame or a light. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So you have to put fail safes there to protect our most treasured 
among us, which is our children. You know what I'm saying? And for someone in the comments who made the comment to say that learned behavior sounds like an excuse, no, you misunderstand me. Scientifically and psychologically, learned behavior trauma produces trauma. It's not an excuse. It's facts. Mm-hmm. That's the truth. So I'm going to just leave it there. Well, you heard about um, another instance of this is that, um, what is her name? She was on iCarly. Sam from iCarly, Jeanette McCurdy, I believe. She has put out, I think, two or three TikToks and like all but just said that Dan Schneider is the reason that she's quit acting. She doesn't want anything to do with iCarly. She's basically made it saying Dan Schneider messed up my life. Mm. A lot of about this, and I'm not surprised if it wouldn't be the same for Kyle Master. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nobody's excusing these weirdos and freaks, but what we're saying is that a lot of these people were put through this Disney and Nickelodeon machine, and this is the things that they were taught to be normal. No, it's no different than you know how some people have home training and some people don't. Right. You don't fought that child. The parent just never taught them when you walk into somebody's home. One, you speak and you take off your shoes. Some kids weren't taught. So if they've had these children, you know, Kyle, Amanda Bynes, Jeanette McGurdy, I mean, the list goes on. They've been stars since they were really, really young children, four and five-year-olds. That is the best time to groom them, you know what I'm saying, to mold them to the point that once they get of age, they think that that's just normal behavior because somebody did it to them. Corey Feltman spoke about this. Corey Haynes spoke about this. That's how this whole pedo ring was able to exist. And that's how the molestation kept going on because now the molested, now the molested people then became the molesters. It's a sick cycle. It is a cycle. Do you believe that this is... Normally with that, there's not just one, it's usually multiple. So do you believe that this case may trigger people coming out against um, Kyle Massey? I could see it. I could see this opening the floodgates um, because, again, my issue with the mother is what she should have done back in 2019, she should have went straight to the police. That was always my issue. She was more worried about a bag. And so now after three years of trying to get a bag, they finally discovered Kyle ain't got no damn money. I said that shit in 2019, he had no damn money. Okay. So now because she can't get that bag, now she's turned over a file full of thumbnails and, you know, videos and all that stuff to the police. For them to charge him with the felony, they have clear evidence that it was not Kyle sending those nudes to her because that's what the that's what Kyle's mother was trying to insinuate. But it was Kyle sending it, um, you know, to the 13 year old because they're able to track IP addresses and things like that. So Kyle has himself in a world of trouble. But I would not be surprised if this ends up opening the floodgate, because, again, we live in an era now where, you know, some people do things because they want to be seen. They want to jump on that train, just like with the whole R. Kelly thing, how that opened up a can can of worms, you know, not excusing his behavior. But if I can jump on this and to be able to get some type of fame off of it, that's what folks, you know, are willing to do. So I can see more people coming out. And if he did this, he should definitely do time because it's against the law. You cannot send children nudes of you. Right. So are you saying, let me make sure I understand y'all correctly. Are you saying that you think the floodgates are going to open on this specific case or are you saying floodgates as in domino effect in the industry? I think it might be a little bit of both. I because disagree. You, you think so? 
Oh, yeah, I'm going to tell you. Okay. Now, part of me wants to be an optimist and say, yeah, let's get all of these sick people. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Um, but I think that there is a vested interest in people who have participated in this type of deviant behavior. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you can pay attention to the deviant behavior. For example, foot fetishes. No shade to somebody who had like feet. Please don't misunderstand me. But there is a certain aura about people who do certain things, right? Mm-hmm. And I, what I think is that there are certain people in power who have a vested interest in keeping some of this mum because you can't open the floodgates completely. They will let out some sacrificial lambs, but as far as, and maybe this guy may be a sacrificial lamb. I don't know, but as far as maybe a wider audience, they're institutions in this world that we have heard about things recently in other countries to the north of us. I'm not going to say any names and what's being done about that. Those kids weren't protected. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So right. I, don't, I don't know. I think it's, it, it could go any way. See. So that's why I asked that question. Yeah, and I, and I see what you're saying too because how many times do these stories have to come out? Nothing's done. Now let me bring it back. Who remembers this in the chat? Remember when Orlando Brown came out last year and said that Nick Cannon gave him oral sex. Who remembers that team? And everybody kind of dismissed it and said Orlando Brown is crazy. Nick Cannon would never. Child. Yeah. Y'all can Google it. Ex-Disney star Orlando Brown claims Nick Cannon gave him oral sex as a female. And then Nick Cannon responded and basically, you know... I guess he was dressed as a female hoodie. Let me let me play y'all the video. I found the video. Let me play y'all the video. Hold on, listen wait, to this. Oh, don't worry about Nick. Nick, okay, look, fine, fine, okay. You want me to tell everybody? You want me to let everybody know what happened? Okay, fine. Nick, I let you suck my dick. Okay, fine. I said, I let Nick suck my dick. and and. I liked it. It was okay. Fine. Nick, you sucked my <laughs> But everybody knows you did it as a female. But Nick, you sucked my I don't want to say that. You know? <sighs> All right. That's the video, y'all. And, you know, granted, a lot of people dismissed him as being a lunatic and crazy. But you just never know because this whole entertainment world is crazy and demonic as hell. You never what? know. You know what, see? So we were talking about Nick Cannon the other day, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so is because remember I asked the question. I was like, why, why is one of making all of a sudden, right? Mm-hmm. Is it that because you did that thing with the Jewish community? I don't know. Or is it that you're trying to prove something which you alluded to? I completely for completely forgot about this Orlando situation. So when it came out. What date was that? Because is he trying to disprove the potential gay rumors? I don't know. Um, that's my ten hat tingling friend, but I mean that came out January twenty second, twenty twenty. Twenty energy. That's when that came okay. out. Just a thought, because I don't remember. Yeah, okay. Just just thinking. And somebody else also said that he was also blasting Will Smith as well. I have forgot about that. Uh, Jessica Victor says someone in the discourse said that Will Smith raped Orlando Brown. Is that true? You know, I I don't know. But Orlando Brown, you know, something happened to him for him to just go off the deep end in the way that he's gone off. 
Um, but thank you, uh, Treshawn, for, for calling in. Let me go ahead and bring on Umbertone. She wants to say something. Hey, T. Hey, Jonay. How y'all doing? Hey, Umber. Hey. Oh, wow. Okay, several things about this. I'm going to just start off with um, Angel, Kyle's mother. Mm-hmm. In the, when the initial story broke and she was on Instagram exposing the emails and everything, she said that Kendra, the 14-year-old girl's mother, had raped and molested and introduced Kyle to drugs and alcohol mm. when he was under 18. And so I'm like, okay, well, if she did all of that, why are y'all still keeping in touch with this lady over the years? This, that, and the third. Um, why would she even be con- still, still be considered a friend enough to get in contact with a daughter and fly her out to your place? I'm just confused about that because if somebody raped you or, what would you say, introduced you to drugs and alcohol, why would you still be cool enough to want to have that 14 year old daughter? That confused me very much so. And then, secondly, nothing really hit the fan um, about, you know, the news and everything coming out until I don't know if she, I don't know if, um, not Corey, Kyle. Mm-hmm. Didn't want her to get a role or anything, but the 14 year old girl was trying to get on the reboot for Corey in the house. And so, and and about now, when did Corey in the house that was a few years ago, right? Because I know they had rebooted the yeah. the Raven Simone show, yeah. Was he on there as well? No, he wasn't up there on the Raven reboot, okay. Okay, so I'm assuming when back when all these reboots were being talked about, they were talking about bringing on Corey in the house again, mm-hmm. according to Variety. And then on the reboot, I guess the mother wanted, I guess she saw that as an opportunity for to put her daughter into the business because she said that they only kept in touch because she was looking for Kyle to put her on. Which was weird because Kyle's not Kyle's catalog is not really that good. I mean, mm-hmm. not to say not that good, but he has no power in Hollywood. Let's keep right. it real. He has nothing. It's just what do you have? He had Corey in the house, Doctor Raven, and a Disney Channel original movie called Life Is Rough. Mm-hmm. That was it. And I'm okay, like, well. okay, you think Kyle Massey's supposed to do something for your daughter? As far as, I don't even know. Like I said, I guess she was trying to get on that Corey in the House reboot. But as far as getting her into the business, what connects does he have? What power does he have? What did you think he was going to be able to do for your daughter, first and foremost? Right. Now, another thing, I'm Googling the Corey in the House reboot. It looked like they were in talks of this before all of the allegations came out in 2019. So I think what might have happened is they were in talks with rebooting the Corey in the house. And then once the allegations hit, they ended up just rebooting the Raven Simone thing and hence why he wasn't on there. But my thing is, like you were saying, if your daughter was being sent these pics and was being exposed, you know, sexually to this grown man who at the time was 27, why would you still want her to be around him and go audition for Corey in the house? Supposedly, well, Angel Cow's mother, she said that 
the Snapchat account that was linked to the number, because you know you can add people on Snapchat by number, mm-hmm. was the mother's number initially, Kendra. Mm-hmm. And so she was saying that, oh, Kyle just added that snap and sent those pictures because he thought that it was Kendra. Well, I'm like, okay, but still, Kendra looks like the beneath of a shoe, tired and worn down and ugly. Oh, Why would you... Why? Why would you think to do that? I mean, honestly. Now, I also believe, too, it would make sense that the number would be in her name because she's the mom. A 13-year-old cannot legally get a phone in their name. So that's a flimsy excuse. Because if you're dealing with a child and you're dealing with them on Snapchat, of course, the the phone is going to get tied back to the parent. But you know that 13-year-old cannot get a phone in their name. So that I believe that's what Kyle's mom is trying to use. And I don't think that that excuse really bodes well with me, um, that he was sending those pics to the mother. I highly doubt that, you know. And I, I just feel like the whole thing with this whole Disney situation, it just goes way deeper. You know, between him, Orlando, and all the other names that we've named, it goes way deeper. And the fact that a lot of these parents are willing to pimp out their kids in hopes of stardom says a lot. Because like I said, for the past three years, she's literally been fighting this case in civil court. And they finally told her, bruh, he ain't got no money. I don't know what you want us to do, but we can't get blood from a turnip, bitch. So now what? So at that point when she was like, well, damn, now now we can't get no money. All right. Oh, let me go here and go follow, you know, a criminal case. That's sad. I don't respect the mother for that. At all. Yeah, and that makes you wonder about everything. I mean, you have to really sit back and just say, okay, how much? And I'm going to go back to what I was saying earlier. You could actually have victims and aggressors in the same story. And I feel like that could be what's going on here. I, I, I really, I don't know enough, 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 enough. Like, Umbertone definitely seemed like she know it. Like, she like, nah, he was on this, this, and this. And I'm like, yeah, I won't remember his catalog being big, but she narrowed it down to three, right? Um, what I will say is this. I think that they both are complicit in their children's alleged trafficking. And I also think that they're also allowing them ch- children to victimize. Well, maybe not the young lady, or maybe you can make an argument because if this isn't true, then she is doing him misjustice. And then if he really did that to her, then of course it's a misjustice. So who's the victim? Who's the orchestrator? You can argue that it's both at the same time. Right. Definitely. You know, they said, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Well, let me go ahead and bring on some more people. Thank you so much, Umbertone, for calling in. I appreciate y'all. If anybody wants to add a comment or say something, raise your hand. Um, let me go ahead and bring in RG. RG. Hello, can you hear me? Yeah, we can hear you. How are you? Hi, good. How are you? How's everybody? We're doing good. Happy to join you guys. So, yeah, um, I just had like, I don't know, as I'm listening to everybody talk about all these Disney stars and like, like what happened to so-and-so it, you know what? It makes me wonder too about Britney because she was a Disney star as well. Right. Mm-hmm. With uh, Christina and Justin. Um, from the Mickey Mouse Club. From the Mickey Mouse Club. Correct. Um, it makes me wonder like what, like what she's going through right now. Like, 
is it like did they ruin her career like as a consequence because she didn't want to join the pedophile ring anymore or she didn't want to continue it like she didn't want to contribute to it like she didn't want to you know be a victim and then become like the handler um mm. is she paying the consequence for this like what because I, I feel like the Britney thing is very deep too like I feel like it goes deeper right um, so I don't know like I, I look at all these child stars that are adults now and and you see like all these issues they have with anxiety and drugs and being handlers themselves like as we're finding out like they abused other people and other kids and I'd have to agree with like um, everybody else saying that the parents who want their kids to become stars are also part of the issue because it seems like they'll do anything for their kid to be rich and famous and they just give up their kid for whatever you know yeah if they're gonna be abused it's fine like because I can't imagine being a parent and not knowing what is happening to your kid you can't like I can't imagine your kid going through some type of abuse and you not noticing the changes that the kid is going through, you know? Right. And I think, you know, even for me, when I used to work on set, so like a few years back, I had did this episode, I forgot what TV show, but there was a lot of kids there on set. So, and I remember talking to some of the parents and just kind of, trying to see has anything changed because back when we were kids, anything goes like you literally just dropped your kids off at auditions and hope the person didn't touch your child. I guess that's how it was in the nineties. It's like none of these conversations were had. And I remember when we were on set shooting different scenes with the kids. And, the, and one thing I noticed is that the parents were there. So that kind of surprised me. And so I was talking to one of the moms and I'm like, so are you here the whole time? How does it work? Is there like a, you know, like a set nanny that watches them? She said, no, we have to be here the whole time. And when I tell you it was about a, probably like an eight hour day, but the kids are not allowed to be on set past eight hours, but the parents were there the whole time. They had books and iPads and, you know, while the kids were doing the different scenes. So changes are quote unquote being made, but I believe that I'm not going to say it's a little bit too late, but it's not as bad as as it once was. Now, a lot of people in the chat are mentioning um, Drake Bell. And like I like we were talking about earlier, is this learned behavior? Because if you guys do not know, former Nickelodeon star, he was from Drake and Josh, and that was a really popular show. Um, he's 34 years old, but he's just been charged with a felony. And he faces up to two years in prison after pleading guilty because he had met a young girl online at one of his concerts. And he started sending her, um, you know, digital imagery of himself and and nudes and all types of stuff. And I'm trying to see if they end up having sex. The girl was 15 years old. I don't know if he ended up sleeping with her, but he's looking at two years in prison. Drake Bell. So there, there's something something going on here because, and it seems to be coming from these young, from people who are young Disney kids and Nickelodeon kids. That all of this stuff is happening around. To me, it's either, it started either at home or it's, you know, yeah. or it's continued or it's introduced in the entertainment industry. I mean, I mean, you can't, people like to turn a blind eye. Like you can't, you can't ignore that all, I mean, you see it in the news, all these producers, 
these co-stars, all these people are involved somehow. They must be. I mean, you can't just, what are the chances of getting a group of kid child stars that end up being messed up and later on charged with all these issues? Like it's, you know, it doesn't come out of nowhere, you know? Yeah. There's something definitely wrong. And I, I think a lot of it is introduced to them. No, I definitely agree. And, you know, with that Drake situation, he did not end up sleeping with her. But what people do not understand is that you cannot play around with kids. You cannot send them these images. You cannot do that. And I don't understand why, you know, as adults, they don't understand that playing games like that. If you get caught, you are going to prison. People are not playing about their kids anymore. You know, so, yeah, he's looking at two years and he pled guilty to it. So it's just, again, that we, I think we've kind of fostered an environment nowadays where it's like it's too much over-sexualization to children and of children. You know what I'm saying? Like they're just they're sexualizing these kids. And, and I believe that the agenda of over-sexualizing kids, they're doing that. So that way, when somebody like a Josh Bell comes up to you or when some type of celebrity approaches you, you know, for a threesome, well, it's been so drilled in your head that this type of behavior is normal and cool and chic that young kids don't really process it at that time. Right. And with media now, you know, kids, TV shows and whatnot, just in general, even now in school, like we're we're starting to see this agenda, you know, attacking younger and younger and younger kids. Mm -hmm. And it really makes you wonder why, you know, what are, are they being prepped? Like they're being brainwashed to accept and not speak up when some, something does happen to them, when somebody shows them certain images or, you know, like, is it for earlier consent? Like, why is this happening? They keep getting younger and they keep attacking younger and younger kids. It's sick. Yeah, it really is. Well, I appreciate you for calling in, RG. We got a lot of people requesting to speak. So thank you for All sharing right. your thoughts. Let me, thank you. You're welcome. Let me go ahead and bring on um, the Nina. I think I said it right. <laughs> Hello? Yep, we can hear you. How are you doing? Oh, hi. Um, Everyone can hear me, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, first off, I would like to say thank you so much for having me on your platform. And, um, yeah, the whole Kyle Massey situation is just it's pretty much crazy to me because as a 2000s kid, I used to watch him and that's a raven and, um, you know, um, Corey in the house. And to find out that all these allegations are coming out against him um, is shocking. And I know you called this out when you did the video about him um, submitting the um, the text messages to the 14-year-old. Um, and um, I, this, some, something that, like that makes me wonder. Um, we're, I know that Drake Bell recently got charged and sentenced to like two years. But now that Kyle Massey is caught, I wonder if his sentence is going to be harsher. Mm. Now, because he's like a black man and he's like no longer in Hollywood. I wonder how, you know, they're going to handle him in court. And, you know, stuff like that is not okay, you know. Like the, the industry, 
you know, especially in Hollywood, it's not safe. And many times, you know, when, you know, the children, especially in Hollywood, are not protected. And, and it's very unfortunate that, you know, people that we used to watch growing up are now going down this path. And um, like, like I said, I, I am, you know, very shocked. Um, and this, this shouldn't be happening. I feel like, you know, kids should be protected more often in the industry. Yeah, I feel like kids should be protected in general, you know, in or out of the industry. And people are making some really good points in the chat. Anastasia is saying um, there are 13 and 14 year olds on the Internet talking about their kinks or saying that they want to be a MILF. You know, and that's scary. Um, somebody else is in the chat saying um, uh, Zyandria uh, says these kids don't even go shopping at Justice anymore. They be on PTL and Fashion Nova. Uh-uh. Yeah. That's why my daughter not on TikTok. Nope, 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 nope. And she won't be allowed to. Mm-hmm. Absolutely not. Yeah, it's a lot of things that kids are being exposed to, you know, so... And I think that's the scary part because it makes it easy for pedophiles and predators and groomers, you know, to come at these kids. And they're just thinking that it's normal because it's being fed to them every turn, you know, from TikTok to Instagram, you know, social media. And that's the really scary part. Speaking of Fashion Nova, have y'all seen this? I don't know if it's a phenomenon or whatever, but there's been people reporting that there's like signs of fashion nova kidnaps girls or kidnaps kids or whatever somebody sent me that they were saying i think the signs were coming from atlanta yeah i seen that in the discord yeah the back of different street signs fashion nova kidnaps girls fashion nova kidnaps kids and everybody was like is this another wayfair Oh, yeah, exactly. Them coming out about sweatshops that they have. What the hell is going on? I just found that real weird. That Wayfair situation went crazy. I don't know. I, forget, I would not forget that. But yeah, back to the time. Oh, my God. Yeah, the Wayfair yeah. situation was nuts. I did see that. I didn't really hear too much else about it. But I don't care how they spin that Wayfair situation. That was just too many coincidences. It was. They just stopped talking broke. about it. They yeah. Stop talking about it. It was. It didn't. It was like, oh, okay. Let's let's create a distraction over here and let's get your mind off it. We're not gonna talk about how Tom Hanks threw kids' clothes on the ground. You know, with you know, like I, what was that all about, Tom Hanks? <laughs> like they were trying to make connections between that. So I, right. don't know, I think the whole industry is just bananas. And you have to protect your children. But again, you have to understand some people just don't, don't need want, to be parents. They want them to be a they want them to be a what you call a nail ticket in some sort of way. Yeah. yeah. I mean, but there's no fail safes out here. There are better fail safes, but just like the example of Britney Spears, so many people are eating off of her. Now right. this is what happens. You know, so it's sad. Yeah. It is. Let me go ahead and bring in. We got more speakers calling in. Um, Alexis, let me go ahead and bring you on stage. Hey, can you hear me, team? Yeah, we can hear you. How are you? 
Okay, great. How are you guys? Um, I'm Pumpkin Nut Spice in the Discord, by the way. I just had to use my real name on here. Um, but most of everybody has already given the same points I wanted to make. But I do agree what we were talking about, about the learned behavior. It just seems like it's more and more of a cycle with certain people as far as the abuse goes to where sometimes it does, like you said, continue in a cycle and some people end up doing it to others. And it's just so crazy. Um, I'm a little bit nervous. <laughs> Don't be nervous. Um, swinging back to that waitress situation, Tim Foreken is making a good point in the chat. She's saying that they stopped talking about the Wayfair after two of the alleged girls were not missing and dragged people on social media, but it didn't explain the Russian sites linked to the questionable furniture. Now, another thing that bothered me with those two girls that came out, I don't know if you guys watched them, but they were so disgustingly hostile that I almost felt like they put them out there, like, y'all get out there now and defuse this situation. Oh, Nothing yes, about yes. it felt natural. They were, like, so angry and mean. It was I, so weird because, I mean, granted, the internet, you know, has its times, but everybody was genuinely concerned about right. them. They were rallying behind them. Oh, this dresser has her name, and it has that amount. Where is she? Da, da, da. And they came out and were like, what are y'all doing? Y'all are insane. I'm <laughs> I'm here. What the hell are y'all talking about? I'm like, girl. After a while, I was like, bitch, I hope you get kidnapped. Because she was cussing everybody out on Instagram. That was, that was definitely had me editing videos. Had my heart dropping. Had me, you know, all sad, praying for these girls. And then she came out and cussed everybody out. You She was going off. I'm y'all need to stop. Leave me alone. I'm safe. Fuck y'all. I was like, damn. After a while, I was like, well, good. Right. There's just no way there's that many coincidences for the names to be so similar to some actual missing people. And very unique names at that. It wasn't like it was Sally Jane Smith. You know, very unique names. And very neat price points. A plain old gray rusty mm. $60,000? Right, there's no way. Pillows, little three pillows on the couch, $5,000. Mm. <laughs> okay. Right. I mean, it's weird. right there. I guess they got good stuff, but nah. Yeah, that was crazy. Yeah, it, it definitely went viral, and they did it that story quick. Really quick. Well, Alexis, thank you for coming on. Let me go ahead and bring on a few more people here. I appreciate you for okay. calling in. Um, thank you. You're welcome. Um, let's go ahead and bring on Anastasia Garcia. Anastasia, you're on the stage. Can you hear me? A little bit. You got to talk up. Okay. Um, essentially, when I was um, thinking about this interrogating child actors, it reminded me of how this person on TikTok was talking about how before child actors they used to pluck these poor girls out of places and create them and make them ballerinas and essentially also pimp them out so that they could fund the art academy and how that just continued once we started doing film and stuff like that and then it also reminded me like with now 
there are still child actors, but now with social media, all of these influencers are getting so much younger. I'm thinking about this one girl, Danielle Kahn, where her mom basically was allowing her to date a 17-year-old and an 18-year-old when this girl was 12 years old. And the what was 12 years old? So basically, Danielle was 12 and she was dating a 17-year-old. Oh, was that that one story that it went viral and the yes. parents co-signed them dating? Yes. Oh, no, this is a different person. This is a different person. Okay. Because Danielle was lying about her age for years. She kept saying she was three years older than she is. So then she continuously gets new boyfriends. And then basically, Danielle's been on the internet since the age of nine. And what she would do before TikTok, it was musically, she used to belly dance and wear bras and crop tops and like do things that are very inappropriate for a nine-year-old to do. And Danielle makes basically all the money for her family. She supports herself, her mom, and her younger brother and bought them this really big house in L.A. Basically, was talking about how Danielle's dad was pissed off because Danielle used to do cheerleading and used to do all these things, actually go to school. And he was trying to fight for custody because he's like, you're not raising this child to be an adult. You're just using her to make money. And so... I think last year or year before that, Danielle had another boyfriend who was 19 and Danielle was around 14. And so his name was Mikey. And so essentially what was happening with Danielle is she was doing pranks and stuff like that and always making very promiscuous content. But because she was lying about her age, she could kind of make it seem like, oh, well, I'm like 16, 17, so it's fine. Like, this relationship is fine. But then when people started going after her mom, her mom was like, no, it's totally fine. And I don't, why are you guys judging me? And I allow my daughter to do this. And then somebody, you know, Mikey's mother basically exposed all of it, posted Danielle's birth certificate saying that she was born in. 2006 and not 2003 like she had been saying mm -hmm. so even now danielle is around 15 danielle came out and talked about how the fact that she at around 14 years old had an abortion because she was hanging around with boys who were in their 20s who her mom was fine with because they were all little influencers and they were making content with each other and how they ended up having sex, getting pregnant. She had to get an abortion without her mom knowing and how her mom was fine with it, but still makes fun of her for it. And how her mom allowed her from the age of nine to be in a situation with these much older boys having sex and now just doesn't care about it because it's her money. And now you see regular kids trying to be influencers. Like Danielle. Internet. Right. Yes. I'm, like it's an entire thing on TikTok where older kids like me who are in the same who are in Gen Z are going back and forth with these twelve to fourteen year old girls telling them, you know what, it's not appropriate for you to be on the internet and bra. It's not appropriate for you to talk about how you want your boyfriend to carve his name into your thigh. And that's a real video everybody saw. Yeah, I'm looking at some of her pictures. She definitely looks a lot older than fourteen. You know, and it's unfortunate. You do have a lot of these parents, you know, they pimp their kids out. And it looks like she recently started an OnlyFans. So, again, at that point, yeah, you can blame her mother. 
But like I always say, a lot of the control is on the viewers. So when you're viewing content and and giving her the views and the clicks and the likes and the money's coming in, you know, at some point, the onus is also on the Internet. You know, if the Internet wasn't supporting trash like that and co-signing stuff, she has four point five million followers. So, again, if people are going to follow her and and watch and like everything that she does, what is what's going to justify her not doing it, especially when she's receiving a bag at the end of the day? And that's the scary thing is most of her followers are grown or her age. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure there's also some grown men in the mix. Yeah. It, it's just insane where it's like, I don't know what happened in a five-year span where people my age, like I'm 18 and everybody else older, we all had that very awkward, you know, 10, 11, 12, 13 phase. And these kids look our age there's kids on TikTok where you can't tell if they're 13 or 17. Yeah. You shouldn't, you shouldn't be able to confuse that. And it's like, where are your parents? Why do your parents like think this is okay? Because if something happens to you, then what's going to happen is that people are going to use your little pictures to basically be like, well, you wanted to act like an adult. I didn't know you were underage. And they may actually have a legitimate point where it's like, well, nobody really knows you're underage. Right. Yeah, it's a it's a vicious cycle. But thank you so much for sharing, um, for coming on here and speaking. I really appreciate it, Anastasia. So I'm going to go ahead and bring on um, a few more people. We've been on for almost an hour. This chat is going good. Um, let me see here. Let me bring on Marie. Go ahead. You're on the stage. Hi. Can you guys hear me? Yeah, we can hear you. How are you? Hi, I'm good. How are you guys doing today? We're doing good. All right, that's good. So really what I really wanted to say is that I just feel like we're not having enough conversations. You know, like, I think that right now we're in a situation where it's like everything is being enabled. You know, everyone, you know, you said this before, everyone wants to be a victim. Everyone wants to just be enabled, you know, so because I've been seeing online where pedophilia is being enabled as a part of the LGBTQ plus community. So I feel like in a way, a lot of times on TikTok and, you know, all these other social media sites, these kids are just being, you know, enabled to to do the things that they want to do with no precautions. I feel like people don't believe that there are precautions in life anymore. So things like this, like, oh, I'm talking to a 14-year-old, 13-year-old, it doesn't matter. You know, some people just, oh, it doesn't matter, you know, because they're doing this, because they're doing that. So I think we need to have more conversations about having accountability, you know, because it's just, it's happening more and more, and it just seems like people don't care. They don't believe that there are precautions for things. Yeah, it's like there's really no consequences. And I'm on her page I mean, nothing about this girl screams 14. I mean, she looks to be about my age. I mean, she looks grown as hell in bikini. She has tattoos. Who is tattooing a 14-year-old? And I was thinking about something else that was really odd. It's just that these kids are starting to look. Like, I won't even just say, like, as far as makeup going, but, like, they're getting taller. The girls are starting to fill up younger and younger. Like, I feel like, you know, I've seen, I'm from Chicago, and I've seen, like, little girls that look full enough to be grown women, tall enough to be grown women. So 
it's also kind of strange to see that kids are just starting to look older altogether, which is a little bit strange to me. Well, that a lot of that comes from the food, the chemicals in the food, the hormones, yeah. you know, like they like the old saying goes, you are what you eat. And so if we're pumping a bunch of chemicals to make chickens breast three times their normal size, so that way everybody can have a, you know, a chicken breast sandwich at Popeye's. And then these young girls are ingesting that. That's why when you go into a fifth grade classroom, half the girls in the classroom are like a, a, a B cup and above. And it's like, oh, my God, you're 10 and your boobs are as big as mine. What the hell? Exactly. I'm like, wow, this is very strange. And then it's like they put on makeup on top of that, you know, and the certain dance moves. And it's just like, this is a lot, you know, a lot to handle, and especially, you know, just seeing this, just it's out there and it's, it's really crazy. It's getting really crazy. So have conversations with, with children at a you know, tell them these are the things that are acceptable or not acceptable. It's about really having boundaries with kids, you know, because they just think it's okay. Exactly. Well, thank you so much for calling in, Mary. I appreciate it. All right. Let me go ahead and bring on Miss A. Hunt. Can you hear me? Yeah, we can hear you. Okay. Um, basically, I wanted to bring up, too, what everybody was talking about. It kind of goes back to the parents sometimes mm -hmm. because... Remember years ago when uh, Will Smith's daughter was in a bed with the guy from Hannah Montana? Mm. Oh. And she was underage. And yeah, I forgot. Everybody was like, her parents was like, no big deal. I'm a lot of proportion. Right. It's not that serious. Right. But she was like really young at the time. Like she wasn't at all when that happened. She was a teenager and he was like 21 years old. She was like 12, probably. Yeah, but see, he looked really young, so that's how they try to play it off. Like, oh, well, he looks young, but he was like in his 20s. Turn down your background. your background because we can hear ourselves um i'm in my car so i'll just go ahead and go back down i'm driving so i don't think okay. I, can, I can mute that okay well thank you for calling in sis okay okay so let me go ahead and bring in yeah she made some really good points it was just echoing about that mm -hmm. yeah everybody excused it you know because i remember they called child protecting on jada which i thought low-key was racist because Kylie was fucking grown-ass Tyga and nobody called child protection on Kris Jenner. Oh, so can, can we can can we can we go there or my and my me? Can we go there? They're not ready for that conversation because Tyga was smashing her when she was 16 and I don't recall the Kardashians getting any type of visit. Okay. Oh when Jada was smashing him he was of age. <laughs> he was like 23. Okay, still, you know, <laughs> I'm a mother, and I'm, I'm no shade to the cougars, but it, I mean, the mess, 
to what a younger man within the threshold of my child's age gives me molestation tease. I want a grown, seasoned, salt and pepper man. I don't want no <laughs> little boy. <laughs> that one little though. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> Let me go ahead and bring on KU Murray. KU Murray, please make sure you're muted. Um, let me go ahead and bring on Crystalline Sims. Crystalline, go ahead and unmute your microphone. Hello, can y'all hear me? Yeah, we can hear you. How you doing, sis? I'm good. Thank you. Um, I just kind of wanted to say, I think part of the reason a lot of this stuff has been happening is because, you know, the new generation and partially my generation, millennials, is the mindset is kind of just like, you know, you can't really say nothing. You can't really correct people anymore. Mm -hmm. You know, if you have a difference of opinion, it's wrong. Um, I mean, now, like one of the situations that happened with Monique, granted, she was all the way wrong for posting that picture. But what that girl had on, that was unacceptable. And it's like, people are just like, well, just mind your business. And it's just like, but you can't have that mindset with everything. You can't just say, just mind your, you know, mind your business with every single situation that's happening. Somebody has to look out for you. And I think that's what, you know, partially our generation and the newer generation are missing. Is like, you know, when your auntie came to correct you, you corrected it. And it wasn't, you know, some stuff that, you know, people correct on, yeah, it do be out of pocket. But at the same time, it's like, I'm just, I'm, I'm looking out for you. Right. You know, it's not always being messy and it's always negative. And I feel like we've taken correction to make it negative just to accept everything. Because I can't remember who said it, but she was saying like how we've kind of accepted pedophilia. And I'm like, you, I'm like, y'all don't realize when you start to just tell people to mind their business and accept everything, stuff like that gets thrown in there. Mm. They don't realize that it's you can't just take that mindset with some stuff, but it's like oh, but don't forget the pedophilia. It's like no, no, no. Y'all are saying like when they talk about dressing young girls, they're like, well, you're sexualizing them. I'm like, she looks like she's thirty and she's twelve. Right. And y'all don't see an issue with that. Yeah, they'll try and twist the narrative and be like, there's something wrong with you. You know, you're sexualizing a child. No, the child is over here talking about my hips don't lie with a face full of makeup and a, and a bra top on and she's 11. She's sexualizing herself and there's an adult behind the scenes, you know, playing puppet master. Right, because when I look at my kid pictures, I, I look like a kid. I had on them T-shirts, them jeans, they ain't fit. You know, I look like a kid, had the barrettes. Right. And now it's like... You know, I guess they'd be wanting to match their kids with them. And so they dress their kids the way they dress you. I'm like, why don't you just get the same pattern? You don't have to have your, your baby with a crop top on, a, a leotard, and just, you know, looking, I guess, sexy. You know, like, you like, just let them be your kid. Y'all can still match. Clothes give a certain perception. And it starts at a young age. So even when I see, sometimes we always talk about the little girls being dressed to look grown, but even some of these little boys are being dressed to look a lot older as well. And that's really disturbing. And it's almost like they're always putting on like this pimp persona, player persona. You know, it's never just like little kids just playing in overalls and a t-shirt and having fun. It's like they're like head to toe, Burberry down and these certain poses in the jury and it's just like, you know, two-year-old boys with their ears pierced. It's just a bit too much. It's like, just let kids be kids, male or female. 
Yeah, back to that post about that baby with all them fake tattoos on his body. Right. Right. 24 year old rapper had bodies in the street. I'm like, what? Yeah, that baby with the tattoos was so creepy. And it's like, this is a a six month old child or whatever, nine month old child. That child has his whole life if he decides to go get a full body sleeve and put on a do-rag. Why are we trying to normalize kids being seen as grown? It's very disturbing because if we start normalizing them being seen as grown, then the next step is, well, they already look grown. They act grown. So why can't they be with grown folks? There you go. You know what I mean? Exactly. You're opening the floodgates. Well, thank you so much, sis, um, Chrislyn, for um, your commentary. Terry, I really appreciate you calling in. Um, thank you. Yeah, definitely. KU Murray, go ahead and unmute your mic. Hey, T. I, I finally figured out how to use the app. Sorry about that earlier. Oh, but, no, no worries. But I do agree with you and the last caller. Like, this the uh, frequency of these influencers getting younger and younger and these situations happening where these Disney stars who are getting caught up in these um you know child endangerment child exploitation it's it's disturbing to me and I think they're trying to get us to a point where basically pedophilia is going to be seen as another sexuality mm. like homosexual and heterosexual that, that's what I feel like I won't be surprised in the next five to ten years that you know pedophilia is going to be normalized I can see that I could see it because I remember even as a kid hearing about Nambla. I don't know if y'all know about that. The the National Association of Man Boy Love. And they've been around since we were shorties. And they're still around trying to push that, you know, and it's it's really disturbing. Even somebody in the chat was saying that they were disturbed when they saw the baby on the shade room looking like a thug from the west side of Chicago. Oh, my goodness. But that's how the little baby looked. Because, again, we're not even allowing babies to just do what they're supposed to do, which is to just cool and look around and, you know, just look around confused. You know, we want to, like, adultify everything. You know, well, I don't even know if that's a real world, but that's a real world. But that's how I feel like everything is being placed on children. And then you got to ask yourself, why? Why do I need to see a 14-year-old who looks to be damn near my age? What is the purpose of that? something nefarious that I, I just don't you know yeah it's just disturbing all of this is disturbing to me yeah and I think you know the rabbit hole goes deep you know everything from social media to Disney to Nickelodeon and I would not be surprised if more and more people start telling their stories of things that had happened to them on set remember I had did a, a video a while back um about the little girl from poltergeist and how they were talking about how she really died. I don't know if y'all if y'all were. I didn't do a full video. I think I just I talked about in the live stream. They were saying that the girl, because remember they tried to say that her her appendix ruptured on stage in the middle of acting on you know the set of Poltergeist. And from what people have said, I've never had appendicitis, but appendicitis is something that you're going to be in excruciating pain for days leading up. It doesn't just hit you like a heart attack. And so they were saying that she was abused on set and somebody had rammed something up her. And it and it and it that's what punctured and and gave her that infection. The whole story. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. She was a little girl, a little girl at that. Yeah. Right. 
Yeah, y'all gotta Google that rabbit hole goes deep. The little girl from Poltergeist and how she really died. That's insane. I can't imagine. That whole industry needs to be burned down. But anyway, that's all I wanted to say and commentate on. Okay, well, thank you so much for calling in, sis. Thank you. Have a good one. You too. Hey, T. Can uh-huh. I interject something real quick? Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Your Miss Murray, your last caller made a really good, important point. And she talked about um, the legitimization of, like, pedophilia. And she made me think about this professor. And I had to Google it really quickly. It's this professor named Margot Kaplan from Rutgers. And what she's trying to do in a paper, she's trying to normalize pedophilia and saying that she advocates for reclassification of pedophilia as a mental disorder so the pedophiles may be awarded more civil rights. Um, you know, um, yeah. That's just real disturbing. The only right to a pedophile deserves the right to be underneath the jail cell. That's period. Right. I don't even think pedophiles should live. Let's let's just eliminate them. Like the old okay. people do in old times. Just get rid of yeah, I just think the whole thing is disgusting. I think and it's really sad because they're trying to mirror, they're trying to attach themselves to the LGBT community. And I know a lot of people mm-hmm. in LGBT, they get very upset about that because they don't want to be tied. Yeah, you know, it's a stigma. Nobody wants to be tied to that shit, you know? So I think that's the part that's really, you know, disturbing is that they're trying to tie their situations to that. And that's not okay. You know, right. so... Oh, you sexualized. You do this, you do that. Y'all do it. No. Yeah. Don't associate them with that. No, it's yeah, two different things. You, you mess up a person's life. Right. Like, you, 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 you take that energy from a child and you destroy them for probably the rest of their life. Maybe. Some people get past it. But they can't have healthy relationships. They sometimes go on mm-hmm. to be Yes, it's attached to the LBGTQ community because of all the reasons that most of us can understand. We don't have to explain it. But you know, you it, it causes trauma, among other things. That's yeah. That's what happened to Timmy. Yeah, see. Yeah. She, right when I think it, she said it first happened when she was auditioning a lot of the time she was filming Camp Rock and Sunny with a Chance. Mm-hmm. And she was saying ever since that because when she got raped, it took her virginity. Like she was a virgin when she had gotten raped. So she was all upset because at around that time those purity rings were being pushed by like the Joe Bros, Miley, Selena, and her. And so she felt she felt really conflicted on the inside, you know. And she started cutting. She started not eating. She started doing drugs. That's where she is today with everything that she's experienced. Yeah, it's really sad. Now they were saying in the chat, Anastasia is saying, "Yep, I've heard of that professor. They advocate for them calling themselves MAP minors attracted to persons." To get them labeled mentally ill so they can enact their fantasies on dolls that look like kids. That's not... What what is enacting a fantasy on a a doll would do? If anything, you want something real. Okay, I got this doll. I want something else. Let me go out there and do what it do. That's not a good idea. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ooh. I mean, and the thing about 
lot of this, it's a market for this stuff. I remember being in Asia seeing, you know, on, you know, Taobao, all of these, like, you know, clone dolls and stuff. And remember in Japan, they have places for stuff like that. I'm like, right. why is it allowed to exist? Right. Um, and so Rican had brought that up in his Zoom one time. We were talking about AI. Mm-hmm. And she was leaking all these different dolls um, in the Asian market that were like looking really childlike, had big shiny eyes, petite bodies, mm-hmm. short skirts, you know, pillows that you can lay on and cuddle up with, an actual doll size, you know, lookalikes. Yeah. It's like, wow. Yeah, and that's the most disturbing stuff is that they'll go from it being with dolls to eventually wanting to enact on children. You know, it's no different than porn. You know, people watching porn and getting addicted to it. And eventually it doesn't just stick to them watching the porn. You not want to enact those fantasies on somebody else. Mm -hmm. You know, so that's where it's a really dangerous angle. But you guys, we've been on here for over an hour. This has been an amazing green room chat. I'm so glad. We had over 200 people in here. Wow. Yeah, it was definitely lit. Lots of people in the chat. Sorry to the Android users. You guys can only read the chat. Poor team Android cannot engage in the chat. So that's the iPhone users in the chat running their mouth. (laughs) The shade green room. I'm going to need them to fix that. But yeah, thank you guys so much for just this wonderful conversation. Thank you to everybody who got a chance to call in and state their opinion. Uh, thank you, Jeanne, and thank you, Umbertone, as well. So any last words before we leave? Uh, no, nah, thanks, team. We appreciate the conversation. It's helpful because, unfortunately, in some places, we can't do it, you know? Definitely, definitely. Kyle just needs to learn how to keep his thing in his pants and stop sending it to people. Well, Kyle's about That's to be in jail, so good luck to Kyle being five-foot Tall, well, he's 5'5", five, five, damn near 200 pounds. They're going to have a good time with him while he's sitting in prison. So, yeah, Kyle has been charged. So, Kyle going to get some time just like Drake. Maybe him and Drake can sit in the cell together and protect each other. I feel no ways. <laughs> On that note, we are out. Thank you guys once again for tuning in to the Tea Time Unfiltered um, Green Tea Room episode. I appreciate y'all. Y'all have a good day. Thank you for listening to today's show. Make sure you join us again soon. For all the latest tea, make sure you follow me on my social media pages. Just put in L-O-V-E-L-Y-T-I on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube.